You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. For the next hour, you're listening to the Classic Auto Mall show and podcast. Broadcast from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Classic Auto Mall is a world-class facility conveniently located just an hour west of Philadelphia and houses 600 classic cars for sale and 300 barn finds on display. Be sure to check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. Now on to the show with our host, President of Classic Auto Mall, Stuart Howden. And good morning, everyone. It's a fine overcast day in lovely Morgantown, Pennsylvania. We've been gone forever. Yeah, two feel, weeks. Feels like it. Feels like. A we're going to have to update the numbers on our new promo with Alyssa. We're a thousand. Yes, I did a count. I physically counted every car in the building yesterday, <laughs> including not only the the seven hundred plus consignments, the three hundred plus wow. barn finds, but the space mall, which is a rental space. It's a separate company. They rent space from us, and then they in turn rent it to people who have individual cars that want to store cars over the winter or they just don't have room or have mm-hmm. garage space. We have a thousand ninety one cars in the building. And I was I was checking out some YouTube videos of other classic car places around the country and they were like shocked that they had a hundred yeah. cars. I'm well like, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. Those were the days of the of your <laughs> we uh, back in the old days back like in three the old years days. ago. Yeah. I, I remember I used to think about I used to see guys and they'd say, Oh, we're moving three, four hundred cars a month. I go, No, you're not. There's mm-hmm. no way you're selling that many cars. And we have uh year to date sold where are we at? 669, 679, 684 cars we sold since day one. Last year we sold, uh, seven, uh, 800 and like 60. No, mm-hmm. no, no, I take that back. 820. So I think we're going to beat that this year. I think we're going to sell more. And we've consigned this year 838 cars so far. Just unbelievable. 104 this month so far. So, and we're a week away. Today is, uh, uh, uh September the 24th is show number 55. Okay. No or episode number 55. Right. I don't know how you, we've, we've had some repeats. It's week number 55. It's week number 55, 55. that show we've been number doing. 12. <laughs> we've done 11. We've done 10 because yeah. one of them was terrible. No, I'm just <laughs> They were all fantastic and great. Thanks to the Pat Travers band. Uh, we don't want to forget them. Uh, our good friends who allow us to play the music, uh, mm-hmm. on the intro and the outro of the show. And, uh, he's got a new album as we talked about. So if you get a chance, go, uh, check him out and he's performing and he's in his seventies and he's still rocking. Right. I, I love think, that. I think it's actually Bruce Springsteen's 72nd second segment. Not the, I'm just saying they're, they're right. Those guys are still rocking. They're still rocking and they're old. Did you see the picture of Bruce Springsteen where he looked like Woody Allen? No. He had these little glasses on. Oh, really? <laughs> looked like Woody Allen. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's digress from that. <laughs> digress. That's the emphasis wrong syllable right. of digress. Um, where did we sell cars to this week? Why? Goodness. Actually, two weeks. Yep. Oh, you're going to read that list, huh? <laughs> right. you, might, you might need some fanfare for that. Do I need some clapping or a crowd cheer? See, they're, they're all in. They're, they're really digging it. So, where do we sell cars to in the past two weeks? Media, Pennsylvania, Gresham, Oregon, Middleborough, Massachusetts, Ashley Falls, Massachusetts, Chinogo Falls, New York, uh, Broomall, Pennsylvania, McCunchy, Pennsylvania, Moton, Pennsylvania, Covington, California, Villanova, Pennsylvania, Coryville, Pennsylvania, Conover, North Carolina, Elizabethton, Tennessee, Prosperity, South Carolina, Penn Laird, Virginia, 
Kamajahor, I don't know, New York, Westchester, Pennsylvania, Kimberton, Pennsylvania, Elkton, Maryland, Hadfield, Pennsylvania, Livermore, California, Hagerstown, Maryland, Memphis, Tennessee, Hoboken, New Jersey, Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, Camden, Delaware, San Francisco, California, Tucson, Arizona, Corydon, Indiana, Northbrook, Illinois, Rome City, Indiana, Peterborough, New Hampshire, Jackson, Michigan, Downingtown, Pennsylvania, Chesapeake City, Maryland, Elbridge, New York, Coatesville, Pennsylvania, Swarthmore, Pennsylvania. So... That's where we sold cars this past. 10, 11, 12, 13. If I counted right, that's 13 states. 13 states. That's there amazing. Yeah. And a lot of them Pennsylvania, but that's, you know, that's part of it. I mean, we sell 99% of the cars we sell are online, even if they're local. So think about that. So if a guy is in Reading or Westchester or something and he's looking for a 67 Camaro, then he generally will go on the internet and maybe to Hemmings or ClassicCars.com or to our own website and, you know, start the search. Uh, and sometimes they'll call up here and just ask if we have one. But most of the time, they've seen the pictures, they've gone through it. Now they want to come see the car in person if they're close enough. Right. If they're not close enough, then they have some alternatives. They can have an inspector come in and inspect the car or they can just take our word for it. So – we do our best to show everything about a car, good, bad, or indifferent. And uh, we, you know, we usually get it pretty right. Every once in a while, we might miss something. And, you know, we're, we're, we're human. We make mistakes from time to time. But we do our best to accurately describe it. And I think if you look at our pictures and descriptions, you'll see that. I don't think that that's any question. So Yeah, and the more I talk to people, the more people I hear visit the website as I used to do on a daily, and I still do, because sure. I, but it's more business now, but just as a fan of cars, because you, Peter and others load a couple cars every day. Yeah, Justin and, and Peter, never, they're loading everything every day. And, you never know. Yeah, and you see, and they come right to the top, and you get to see the new cars that are in, in, uh, in circulation. Yeah, and the cool thing is for us, uh, being here every day, is we never know what's the next car to show up, because we don't make people have appointments. So we don't go, okay, at 2.15, we're going to have a 1967 uh, Camaro uh, mm-hmm. RSS, you know, whatever. Or at you know, 3.30, we're going to have a Dodge Viper come in. We never know. We tell them, look, when you're ready to bring the car, just bring it. Mm-hmm. Come to our normal business hours, and um, we're we're ready for the car. So every day is like a candy store. Yep. Day. So we got some interesting things in uh, recently. Did you see that 55 Chevy with a silver paint job? It's sitting right here, right outside of our door. It's unbelievable. The paint is – and silver is not always the easiest right. color to make perfect uh it's like black a tough color very very tough uh i saw a black car down in pigeon forge last weekend that was unbelievable mm-hmm. it's a chevelle ls6 convertible and the black paint was the best i've ever seen mm. it was, I, you know and you got to wonder what did they spend for that paint job? right paint's very expensive it's very expensive and people don't realize that look when we offer a car out on the market that's a custom or a resto mod or a complete restoration and it's 50 60 70 80 grand whatever the number 100 grand whatever the number is you don't know what that guy probably had double that to build mm-hmm. the car. I mean, the cost of building a car is really expensive. So if you can find one that's mostly to your liking, it's already done. You can, or unless you can do a lot of the work yourself. Mm-hmm. If you can paint a car, you know, there's guys who can paint cars in their garages that are as good as anybody anywhere. And they just have that knack right. for doing that. I mean, I, I don't think that would be, ever be something that would fall into something I would think Not about wanting to do or, or would be able to do at all. It just, uh, it just doesn't it's work. It's so meticulous. And, you, and, and it's so, it's not a, it's not an exact science. It's a tip mm-hmm. of this and a tip of that, depending on the humidity in the air. It's like these brewers. I always say like at Budweiser, how does the guy who's, you know, putting a little of this and a little of that and they're testing, how do they get it exactly the same every right. time? That's a good question. 
question. But anyway, back to this 55 Chevy pickup truck. Sebring Silver over Adrenaline Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, meticulous build. I mean, the beautiful. paint is beautiful. Heated seats. Uh, it, it's just... It's an it's an interesting truck because you don't see a lot of the fifty five Chevy thirty one hundreds out there, um, because wasn't that the year that they had two different body styles for the fifty five truck? Wasn't the first half of the year is one? I'll have to do, could, double could check. Be, I think be. it was, but and it's got all the stuff on there: three fifty V eight, four speed automatic with an overdrive, Camaro front suspension, C seven Corvette interior, um, navigation, which. Does that even matter anymore? I mean, with the iPhones <laughs> right. and the Androids and all no, that. No, built-in navigations. Like I, n- I never – I've got one, two, three cars with navigation. I don't think I've ever used right. the navigation on any of them. My wife has it in hers. and it's, Does she use have, it? Well, I use it. I, I kind of like it, but you have to be very – because it's a voice-activated mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not. I didn't get that. You're like, oh, forget about yeah, it. I'll, I'll find my I'll way. I'll find my way. <laughs> well, I, I'm a big fan of not having multiple uses for things. Like I, I have an iPod still. Uh-huh. Nobody, they don't even make iPods anymore. <laughs> and I, I should have bought six or seven of them back in the day because they were a hundred bucks. The little iPod Minis, they hold a ton of music. Right. You can't buy them anymore. And if you do, you find them on eBay and they're four hundred dollars wow, or really? six hundred dollars or Kinda something like turntables. Or yeah, something. exactly. They're becoming that very collectible. Um, nice. So. Yeah, so navigation, I don't know if that's as important in a new car as it, as it once was. I guess to some people. Although, my Mercedes and Porsche are both 2006s and they have stick men for it now. Oh. It's like really? little, it's just, it's, it's very <laughs> rudimentary. Right. Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, beautiful 55 Chevy. We got a 2007 uh, Ford Mustang Roush 427 RN, uh, 20,000 original miles. It's mm-hmm. black over black and silver. Uh, Roush charge for, now see, people think the 427R has a 427 engine in it. It's not. It's the horsepower. Hmm. It's the uh, It's got a 4.6 liter 427 horse wow. with a Tremec TR3650 36, manual transmission. It comes with original window sticker. Hmm. You know, Roush has been building NASCAR cars for years and, and street cars uh, a la Carroll Shelby yep. uh, for, for many, many moons. Uh, gosh, they've been doing that probably 30 years now or 25 yeah, I think, years. I think Jack Roush has been around a long time. Yeah. And I guess really the the first guy to really do it heavily was Celine, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Celine. Which what is he even doing now? Has he got a new? Um, I've read something recently. He's got something new going on. What that is? Yeah, I, don't I think know. he's licensing the name though. So yeah, I, still being yeah, produced. somebody's still producing them and uh, and doing uh, the work that he used to do. But he was kind of the originator of that. Um, and then we've got a, another 2002 Camaro. This is a, this name is as long as they come. 2002 Chevrolet Camaro Z28 SS 35th anniversary convertible. <laughs> Easier enough for me to say. Bright red over ebony and gray, 5,309 original miles. Nice. One owner, uh, it's got the SLP exhaust, mm-hmm. uh, all the paperwork. 345 horse LS1 with a Tremec T56. Man, oh man, oh man, 5,300 miles. Yeah, brand new. And that is king, kids. Yep. That is the king in late model cars. If you got a 2002 Camaro with 5,300 miles and you got one with 53,000 and you got with 100,000, they are noticeably different in price. Mm-hmm. Significantly different. Even to the point that, that a price guide will not pick up on the 5300. Even Haggerty, which has a great price guide, will not pick up on the fact that 5309 miles because they just don't have many that are that you know, that are that low of miles. So Right. It's somebody, you know, it's a show car. And it's, they it's put it a, away and you don't do anything with it. So um, also, a uh, really interesting car that we got in is this 2000 
excuse me, 96 Ford Bronco XL. Hot. Hot, hot, hot. It's That's got a beautiful. bench seat. Listen, this is so yeah. cool. When's the last time you saw a Bronco with a bench seat <laughs> and a four speed or a five speed automatic? Or a five speed manual, excuse right. me. I don't know why I said automatic. Yep. Um, a five speed manual transmission in a Bronco. I can't remember ever seeing one in my life. And it's the XL package and this thing is light saddle over tan. It's really just a dynamite looking Bronco and, uh, you know. Yeah, the, these are the, the, the big Broncos and, uh, I, I can't, imagine this is going to be here very long no beautiful again it's one of those that surprises us when we go that one should have sold the first day it was right and we do get cars to sell Mm -hmm. literally come off the trailer and are i heard that story didn't even come off the trailer right the 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 shipper came and delivered a car and uh, a guy was uh, one of our car specialists said, hey, I got a guy who might be interested. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's right here. <laughs> and so they took him outside. It never came off the trailer. He agreed to buy it. And it just stayed on the trailer and took it to his house. Unbelievable. So it was like a project car. It was a Plymouth. Uh, okay. I can't remember what it was. It, it, I, I barely get to know these cars, even when they're here for a long <laughs> right. time, much less if they're only here for just a so day. Yeah, how can you? Yeah, exactly. So uh, another uh, Camaro 69Z28 mm. came in. Hugger Orange over black and white houndstooth frame off restorations the true oh, yeah. true z28 numbers matching dz302 which are right there yeah These it's are, right there and they're hard to you know you don't find many with the dz302 and a muncie m20 and a rotisserie restored um 62,000 miles on the odometer probably 290 something since it was done and this thing is just what it just screams muscle car a 69 Z28 Hugger Orange. I mean, it's iconic. It's beautiful. Yeah, it really is a very iconic uh, muscle car. So when we return, uh, we will talk about. I have a whole list of things to talk about. <laughs> you got a book here. We got to get through. War and Peace and yeah, right. uh, the Bible and uh, all that stuff. So when we return, Leviticus. And Leviticus next. We'll talk about more inane things when we come to you live from the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. See you in a minute. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall Studios, show number 55 on September the 24th, 2022. 
10.17 a.m. in the morning on the morning drive here. <laughs> Last time we did a show, it was summertime, and now all of a sudden it's fall. I woke up freezing this morning. I'm sporting my Tennessee Vols. There uh, they're playing Florida today at 3.30 p.m., so we're excited about that. We haven't we haven't had much luck with Florida or Alabama as of late, so we're hoping with our new coach that uh, we'll do something. So. By the time this airs, we'll, we'll, we'll know if they have lost or won. Yeah, I'll be de- you'll know why I'm depressed <laughs> and not week. answering my phone right. and uh, all that good stuff. But anyway... How about this TikTok with our 79, 79 old, old 98 Regency? Unbelievable. What is it, a million? 1.1 a mi- 1. 1 million knocking on 1.2. And, uh, <laughs> knock, knock, knocking people, on People, it just 1. resonated 2. with people. I think, I think there must have been a million of them on the road and everybody had one or know, know somebody who had one. And that's, that's kind of the premise of the video. We had no idea. Listen, we don't control the algorithm. Sure. But this one resonated once it, once people started talking about it. Right. Then, then yeah. the algorithm picks it up. And, and, and that's the funny thing because you really can't pick that. You right. can't say, oh, that car, it, it's just like picking the next car to sell here. Mm-hmm. It's hard to pick that. You don't know what's going to, and it, and it could be something oddball. You could have the mm-hmm. rarest, most desirable car in the world, and it gets five likes right. on TikTok. And then we put a 79 Oldsmobile Regency 98, gets a million too. Now, the, uh, the other side of that is we haven't sold it yet. So does it, what does it equate to from a marketing standpoint? That's right. hard to say. Exactly. Somebody come in and buy that thing. So it looks, <laughs> so it looks good. At least we, so it looks like we, well, it, it, there's a, I gave you the sheet there. It's a, a, a million 79,000, something like that. Right. Uh, viewers, 1.1 million. So a couple people are watching it twice. Right. But, but 50, all in all, a million people have seen it and uh, yeah. nobody's picked it up yet. Though. How about 59,000 likes? Yeah. It's huge. That's unbelievable. It's huge. And thir- 3,060 hours of watch time. <laughs> like, I don't know what any of that means. There, well, Is that good? If you add up everybody who watched it and lined them up end to end, it's 3,000 <laughs> hours of, of listening. Or watching. That seems like a lot. That's, it is a lot. It's a, it's a ton. So, um, speaking of watchers, Maple Grove, yeah. uh, the drag race was last weekend, uh, here seven miles north of us, uh, in the middle of nowhere, in a holler, down by you the holler. You hear it from here. Oh my God, you can hear it. Really? <laughs> well, I'm telling you, when those, those top fuel uh, yeah. dragsters and the funny cars light up, man, it, you can hear it. It's mm-hmm. amazing how, I mean, it's hard to believe that, that drag racing, how loud it is when you go to one of those things. And they apparently had record crowns and, and, they, and under new ownership, a family that, uh, uh, former drag racers that bought it, uh, from the family that had owned it from day one. And, um, they had record attendance Saturday and Sunday apparently were both sold out. Nice. And the television ratings were the highest uh, that NHRA drag racing has had in like 15 years. That's amazing. So, and, and part of it they say has to do with the fact that Tony Stewart, who is a NASCAR driver and a team owner in the NHRA and is married to Lee Pruitt, one of the female dragsters, uh, by him, he's now brought, he's now doing commentary, uh, okay. in the booth. And mm-hmm. so that probably had helped it a little bit, Absolutely. I would imagine. I mean, NASCAR's got a huge following, maybe probably 10 times what NHRA has, I mm-hmm. would imagine. But, uh, but Maple Grove's a neat track. If you ever get a chance, uh, like I said, it's seven miles from here. So come to our place and go up and check it out. And I mean, it, it, it just, it's, it's, it's world-class drag racing mm-hmm. in the, almost in the middle of nowhere, it yep. feels like. So, uh, but, uh, We've been a number of times, and we're working on some sponsorship deals with them, go. so we'll keep you on that. So, uh-huh. Did you see the new uh, – have you been to the post office lately? Yes. Have you seen the, oh, pon- the pony car stamps? Oh, I, I loaded on my personal uh, uh, 
TikTok or Instagram. Yeah, I got yeah. I got a sheet of pony cars. Yeah, that, how cool is that? It is very cool. Yeah, yeah I was really like uh, I said, oh, hey, because they just came in in August, and I, this is yeah. the first time I've been to the book. They're hey, forever stamps. Forever stamps. Forever. You got to get some, and I was going to like it'd be cool little display, like uh-huh. a little frame thing. But they got like a challenger. How do they know how long forever is? <laughs> how long is forever? Well, I'm sure the post office will. Yeah, I would imagine that if what they're sixty cents, I think now, which people, you know, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you, they don't tell you. I know it's not just, on the stamp anymore. I don't know how much stamps are. Well, because they're forever stamps. They All don't I care. know is I pay. I pay them for the. <laughs> they can just randomly make it up. It's yeah. kind of like when I went through. We were hauling a truck and a trailer through New York City. And we went over one of the the bridges. I can't remember mm-hmm. which one. And the guy goes, "I go, well, how much is the toll?" He goes, "Uh, like 60 I'm like. Well, what do you mean, like sixty? Is it really sixty, or are you just making that up and twenty is going in your pocket? Uh, yeah, that, that hesitation to, at first. Yeah, yeah, the hesitation, not to disparage the guys who are right. toll collectors, because that's got to be kind of a crappy. Not job. many left. There I really went to Home some. Depot, not to not to go off topic here, because yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, Home Depot, there's nobody to check you out anymore. It's so trusting. The they, human yeah, element is gone. Gone. I, the, Walmart's going to now expect us to start coming to unload the trucks. <laughs> we're, we're we're checking ourselves well, out. We'll have robots to. <laughs> Unload the trucks and, but, uh. I say that you've got to be able to invent some RFID code that everything in your basket, you just go through like a scanner like you do at the airport and it just picks up everything in your, cool. in your, in your cart and gives you, just you a total. Walk, like an easy pass. You yeah. Just walk, just walk right through it. It charges That's your coming. card. That's I'm, coming. Absolutely. And I want 10%. <laughs> Stuart Howden check out. <laughs> Please do. So the pony car stamps. Yeah. Um, sorry. so they've got, that's all right. A 69 Ford oh. Mustang Boss 302, 69 Chevrolet Camaro Z28. A 69 AMC Javelin SST, a 70 Dodge Challenger RT, and a 67 Mercury Cougar XR7 GT. Why didn't they go? Like, I was looking at the Javelin. Why didn't they go with an AMX? I don't know. Okay. I mean, who made these decisions? Who, who knows? Why did they not consult me? Um, <laughs> it says five muscle cars from the height of the pony car era. Yeah. Uh, who decided that they were the maybe era? Sa- Maybe sales or production numbers went into it. I don't, oh, know. I don't know. How, how many? many yeah, a, uh, 69 AMC Javelin SST. How many of those did they yeah, sell? They right. That's sold true that too. many of those. So, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to get to the bottom of this. So no, Right away. <laughs> any of our Ethan, listeners, get on that. Yeah, get on that, Ethan. Any of our listeners that uh, know anything about that, send me an email. Podcast at ClassicAutomall.com or our website, ClassicAutomall.com. You can see all of our inventory. You can. I almost feel bad. Sending my bills out on with this awesome stamp, you know, I I want to write somebody a letter or something. It just seems like such a waste. Like, yeah, here you go, American Express. Yeah, check yeah, out my yeah. stamp. Yeah, look at my cool stamp. Some guy in you know cares nothing about stamps. If there's um, even a human on the other yeah, end, couldn't that probably it's is probably one. automated check. Pay. You know, we do have thank you cards that we have here, classic auto. Oh, really? Thank you cards with our logo on them. I'd buy that. a heck load of of muscle car we're, stamps. We're going to buy as many as we can afford. I think it's a great. I do too. I love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, it's celebrating a heritage that, that you weren't sure that was going to still exist. I know that when I was a kid dreaming about muscle cars and classic cars and all the cool cars I was going to have, I kept thinking that my, my, I'm too late. I'm going to be born. I was, they're mm-hmm. not going to be cool cars anymore. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, the, although we're getting ready to kibosh that. So well, we got a thousand of them in here. So we got a thousand ninety one. Right. Don't, don't get that wrong. <laughs> don't and, shorten uh, it. Yeah. Don't shorten it any. So, uh, so, uh, do we have any of the muscle cars? Oh, we have a 69 Z28 we have here. The Challenger RT. And the Challenger RT we have mm-hmm. here. We don't have a 69 Boss 302. Two AMXs. Yep. We do, but we do not have no. the AMC Javelin SST. So I had one of those once in lime green. You had a, uh, it uh, was another AMC SST model 
last year. A matador? It was really cool. No, no they didn't. The square. Them. Yeah. Anyway, very yeah. cool car. Um, also uh, in the news, uh, SEMA Hall of Fame 2022 inductees. Walker Evans is one mm-hmm. famous uh, off-road racer. Uh, and he was the first uh, racer to win the Baja 1000 as a driver of a full-size truck in 1979. He's more than, won more than 150 off-road desert and short course races, including championships in the Baja 500, Baja 1000, Fireworks 250, Mint 400, and Parker 400. Uh, he's a, he's legendary in the off-road world. Uh, also, as we spoke about earlier, Jack Roush is another inductee into the 2022 SEMA Hall of Fame. 40 years he's been winning uh, races in NASCAR and uh, NHRA, IHRA, AHRA, um, which were all versions of, of drag racing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, AHRA and IHRA I don't believe exist anymore. I may be wrong, but. IHRA, they're used to have, uh, we've talked about this on the show before. Their pro stock cars were mountain motors, like 700 cubic inch. And they had a sound about them mm-hmm. that was, I, I was telling somebody the other day, I was telling my son, Garrett, about how la- he's going to a drag race uh, coming up in a couple of weeks in St. Louis. And I said, get earplugs. And he's like, ah, yeah. Oh, I said, earplugs the la- and, 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 and the headsets. Yeah. It's the loudest thing you've ever experienced. Oh, my heart goes into arrhythmia or whatever they call it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it is loud. I was at Sears Point one time and there's a couple with a little kid, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> and he had ear stuff yeah, on, but, but I'm that like, would have been in the eighties, right? What? Yes. Yeah. Here, yeah. Yeah. So it was actually. Yeah. So, um, it's the loudest thing you've ever heard in your entire mm. life. It is unbelievable. Loud. But the, but the pro stock cars are those mountain motors. It's not so unbearable loud, but it's the coolest sound mm-hmm. you ever had. It's just a big throaty V8 sound, uh, that, uh, it's like nothing you've ever experienced before. So, um, Jack Roush, uh, again, 2022 SEMA Hall of Fame and Gene Winfield. Yeah. Who is 95 years young wow. and still been, still shaping metal with an English wheel, right. still hitting on all the girls at the car shows. <laughs> 95 years old. And I mean, he's, you know, they, he was the king of customs. Um, you know, he was the guy who, you know, really, he was, I think, three of his cars have won America's Most Beautiful Roadster, the AMBR Award, which is pretty significant. I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, Way up there in the legendary hot rod. Oh, world. he's a legend for sure. Yeah, you know, what's interesting too is speaking uh, of hot rods is is that the NHRA is the National Hot Rod Association. But it's funny because drag mm-hmm. cars and hot rods right. are kind of aren't aren't don't necessarily go hand in hand like you would think that they would. But anyway, congratulations to those three on the uh, SEMA 2022 nominations. SEMA is a great organization that fights for our rights to part. No, fights for our rights to to have classic cars and to have aftermarket parts and to be able to modify and customize our cars. And if you're not involved, get involved with it. Even if you don't go to the SEMA show, which is really cool and it's a gazillion square feet of just everything automotive and the coolest customs hot rods that you've ever seen in your entire life that we have a few SEMA cars here actually and we've had a few SEMA cars that uh, uh, people built specifically for uh, that show and then they become available on the market down the road uh, so if you get a chance uh, uh, go see it because uh, it's really cool but support them regardless so um, you know I, I wanted to talk about there's there's a interesting I probably don't have enough time to get into this but there's a race in Mexico that used to run the length of Mexico called La La Carrera Panamericana. Hmm. And uh, it was a road race. Uh, It was 2,135 miles. And it started in 1950. And all of the, I mean, it was like the Formula One teams were there on a, on a, on a road course that wasn't 
a defined area. It was just ripping across Mexico. Um, And Ferrari and Mercedes all sent their best drivers of the day. It was Dan Gurney and Phil Hill and Carroll Shelby and Bobby Unser and uh, Alberto Ascari and Louis Chiron and Juan Manuel Fangio, probably the greatest F1 driver ever. And it's uh Porsche still calls its best cars Carrera in in deference to that. Well, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh in deference to that and uh, it was dormant for about 34 years but it's back in a shorter version and kind of in stages. Um and the you know it's I think October 14th through the 20th they run. They've got a website lacarrerapanamericana.com.mx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember that one, right? La Carrera Panamericana. Carrera is one of those words that like uh, it's one of the trivia questions. That I have on our little thing there which, that we've never done. Well, <laughs> is that my fault? Which we tried. We can we can talk about we can talk about our trivia experience out with Alyssa out Ooh. in the mall. That was a, a, a eye opening. Apparently, people don't like to be on camera. Oh, really? Unlike you and I, <laughs> they really shy away from being they on really camera. Really don't. Which, so, so what you're saying is is that you've probably got to pre-check them to say, hey, w-, you know, not with the camera sitting. Oh no, right we there. do that. We say, I know, but and, and nine, 99 out of a hundred say uh, absolutely not. Um, but. <laughs> Spell Carrera is one of the one of the questions. Oh right, is it two R's? Yeah, C A R R E R A. Well, it's like draw the Apple logo, and and most people, I mean, you see the Apple logo yeah. on you know all the time. But do you always get it right if you draw? There's a bite out of one side. There's an indentation on the bottom and the top and the little leaf on the top. Oh, there's a leaf on the yeah, top. Yeah, see? If you I would have d- missed that. Yeah, yeah so uh, we could get people to do that, too. So that would be fun as well. Right. So um, um, I just saw – this is so cool. The Toyota Super has a six-speed manual. Excellent. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that is As awesome. they go to electric cars. So anyway, when we return, uh, more idle chit-chat about cars and things that are going on here at Classic Automotive, some events that we've been to and some events that we're going to be at, and they may or may not have passed by the time you hear right. this. So if you're listening in the future, let me out. <laughs> <laughs> when we return, we'll be with the Classic Automotive podcast live from the Classic Automotive studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. We'll see you in a minute. Bye. Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888-ANTIQUE or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast, just talking about Carrera and Carrera, Porsche Carrera sunglasses. Carrera back. design, I think it was. And the, and the lenses, you had a little flip-up thing that the lenses were removable. You could put um, a dark glass lens in or a... Or it, that's right. I had a... The centerpiece came out and you could yeah. change the, change change the, the color of the uh, sunglasses. They were always too big for my face and I was always disappointed in that because I, I always loved those sunglasses. I have I a thought, picture of me wearing those with a members-only jacket standing next to my 79 Trans Am. <laughs> I mean, it's iconic. If you had a gold chain with... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, tell you, have you seen, oh my God, you cannot, 
well, I'll we'll talk about this later. Uh, <laughs> there's a picture of me back in the day. Um, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Is it on the website? It's on. No, it's not on oh. the website. It's not on yet, Facebook. And I've got to find this thing here because I'm going to show it to you. It's just amazing. Uh, yeah. Here it is. So Where it is. Stuart is now looking for on his phone. Ding dong, ding dong. Looking ding for dong. photograph. We can run some. Oh, cool. With my 75 Trans Wait, which Am. one's you? That's me in the yellow shirt leaning on the roof. Yeah, so you got like Carreras on. Yeah, too. similar, similar, as we oh, like to say in Tennessee. Oh, damn, look at that. <laughs> in the woods. That's at Cades Cove in, in the smoke, Great Smoky Mountains. Oh, you got the hurricane uh, wheels. Yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, the American Racing Vector. Oh, okay. uh, Those are the Vectors with the B.F. Goodrich Radial TAs. Very cool. Anyway, we were just in, uh, I was just in Pigeon Forge last weekend. Mm-hmm. And which is a town in Tennessee. In Tennessee. For those <laughs> Very of good. And that picture was taken there. And we went up to Newfoundland. Gap, which is the, t- the I think the highest point that you can drive to in the Smokies. It's right on the mm-hmm. Tennessee North Carolina Beautiful. border. And I had the uh, Carrera cab, and it was like sixty four degrees outside. The top down, nice. beautiful mountains. The leaves hadn't started changing yet, but it was really nice to be driving up through there. And it reminded me of that mm-hmm. picture. That's uh, awesome of us up in Cades Cove mm-hmm. back in the day. And by the way, the Shades of the Past uh, show and the uh, the Pigeon Forge Rod Run two weekends in a row. The last couple of weekends we've been there. Really a great show. So we, we met a guy. This is so funny. We're all the way down in Tennessee in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. And we meet a guy who's got a 20-something car collection. And he lives in Redding, and he's never heard of us. And Redding, if you don't know, is wow. 20 miles from us here. He's never like, heard of us. Wow. So great job on the marketing, Stuart. <laughs> <I laughs> Since mean, that falls under. He might just be a hermit. He could be hermetic or hermit-like. <laughs> uh, or... You know, some people don't always pay attention. You yeah, know? I mean, I, you know, I guess I guess there's certain and and a lot of people see our place but don't. Like, mm. if you've driven past here a gazillion times in your lifetime and you looked over here enough times to know that there was an outlet mall here, you just assume there's still an outlet mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how you can drive right past something and not notice anything different because you're nearly not paying as much attention as as you might do right. if you were driving somewhere new that you'd never been before. So I think a lot of people just drive by here and don't even realize. Or they think there's one room of cars. Yeah. No, we have a 1,091 cars mm-hmm. in here. They don't know it's open to the public. And that, it's open that, to the public. There's no admission fee. Shopping mall. Yeah, full know. of cars that are there's no charge to come in, so uh, so spread the word and yeah. let people know that uh, you know. Well, you got billboards and, and, and semi trucks with the name all <laughs> over it. So if, if you're curious about what it is and you're you're passing through on a Saturday between nine a.m. and twelve, yes, stop in or Monday through Friday nine to five or Wednesdays nine to eight. We're right. here. That's our late night. That's our late Used night. to be our cruise in Wednesday night thing. We did that before we really were started selling cars. We just had uh, my partner's uh, barn find collection in here, and we were just kind of open to the public. Mm-hmm. We weren't really selling cars. We weren't really doing much of anything. We were just here and trying to figure it figure out our way and uh we we did that so um i had a great question to ask okay you know people always ask you what's the best car you ever own or what's the what's the worst car you ever owned oh that's easy what is it um when my dad passed my my brother got his nissan truck which was cool and i got my brother's 82 mustang right And just the base Mustang. Four-cylinder? Holy cow. Uh, We we drove it from Vegas to L.A. and broke down (laughs) in Baker or somewhere, and it just spewed oil uh, everywhere, and... that was that was the worst piece of junk I ever had. You know the worst I, car I ever had? What? A four-door Chevette. 
<laughs> really? You had a Chevette? <laughs> brand new. Oh, my God. We wow. bought it brand new. It was nice that first, My first wife, <laughs> and I bought it brand new. Wow. We had some car- We had cars, but I don't know why we bought the Chevette. I guess it was the only thing we could probably afford. I think it was like $5,400 or something. Right. You know, uh, back in the day. But it had, you talk about no power. Right. And, you know, of course, not many cars between 77 and 82. What eighty five mm-hmm. before you started getting some horsepower mm-hmm. coming back with the IROX and things mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, I remember a seventy seven Dodge Valari that was a four cylinder. <laughs> God, the starter it was terrible. <laughs> I didn't own that car. Why did I drive that car? I can't remember. Was it a friend of mine's? I can't remember. But anyway, right. it was uh, none too impressive. So yeah, the four door Chevette. Speaking of bad cars, or maybe they're not bad cars. Whatever happened to the Mercur XR four Ti? Remember those? If they're, they're actually collectible now are they becoming yeah no, in vogue there's a whole club and everything right uh we had the, the one of the only cars we bought brand new my wife right. and i were starting out right. was a Volkswagen fox and i actually had two of them all right and it, they're they're not they're not around anymore you don't see them you at just all don't see them i don't yeah. know if they rusted out or what but that was a good little car what happened to the Scirocco's? those were yeah. great cars too yeah. you don't see them i i can't remember the last time right. i've seen one at a car show in mexico <laughs> they could all be in Mexico. Yeah. Or maybe you'd see them at Radwood or something, one yeah. of the, the shows like that, because I didn't get to go this year. I will go next year, I guess. Of course, they're doing Radwoods around the country now. Mm-hmm. It seems like uh, other events are doing these Radwoods because, you know, they're trying to get the younger generation into the hobby. And, you know, they're all more into Toyota Supras and Nissan 300ZX twin turbos and Mercur XR4TIs, <laughs> which were, you know, they were powered by the SVO uh, engine. Oh. Uh, didn't have the intercooler because it wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was 175 horse, and uh, zero sixty to sixty was eight point three seconds back in the day. I, I, they were they came out when I was in L.A. And right, I thought they were cool because they had that double uh, the double spoiler. Yeah, yeah, the rear wingish thing yeah, it was that really uh, wild, you know. And uh, it was it was an uh, Americanized version of the Ford Sierra, mm. which was really a cool car built in Europe. And uh, it was an XR4i, I think, and this okay. is an XR4ti, uh, if you will, whatever the difference is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And they're about, I think they built them 85 to 89, yeah. and they're going. I think you can buy one uh, six to eight thousand dollars and get it with a manual transmission mm-hmm. because the automatic ate up thirty horsepower. Wow, and thirty horsepower less. Which, when you're in less than two hundred ville. 30 horsepower <laughs> a is lot. A, a significant amount. And I don't know if we uh, had touched on this, too. A couple of interesting news items uh, in the hobby. Uh, one being that <clears throat> Haggerty just bought the remaining, or didn't just buy, this has been three or four weeks ago, the remaining 60% of Broad Arrow auctions, which mm-hmm. is a startup that had their first auction in Monterey and did pretty well, did 50-something million dollars mm-hmm. in two days. So nothing to sneeze at. Nope. And then IMG Endeavor. Bought 55% of Barrett-Jackson for $261 million. Heard that. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. So that puts the valuation of Barrett-Jackson of, you know, close to $500 million. Amazing. And IMG is a lifestyle entertainment thing, which is kind of what Barrett is, in addition to being a collector car auction, which is their core business. They're a lifestyle thing. I mean, they have the mm-hmm. ride and drives out in the parking lot, as does Meekum. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have vendors that have everything from car parts to jewelry to fashion. Uh, they have legendary parties with great entertainment. I mean, they've made this whole thing about entertainment, which is great. I mean, look, I think a one-day Saturday admission ticket, general admission ticket to Bear Jackson is 60 or $70. I'm glad I'm an automotive 
journalist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get credentials. Yeah, you can flip your credentials out. And, uh, yeah. No, it's, so. it's a big deal. And, uh, I wonder how it's any, if anything's going to change really, if, uh, appearance wise. I mean, you hope not to some regards. I mean, there, are, <clears throat> there are certainly lots of events that we go to automotive that you could say, well, there could be room for a little improvement here, mm-hmm. a tweak here, a tweak there. Uh, the parking wasn't great. You had to walk a long way. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the ground, uh, whatever. I mean, there's always things that can tweak. Um, whether it makes the experience overall any better or different, or I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, you know, do did, did IMG buy part of Barrett Jackson because they the brand is important, or because they feel like they can change what it is and make it better, or you know, maybe worse? Yeah, we're not privy to that uh, meeting, no, uh, or, no, or that agreement. But it's kind of like uh, like Greenwich this year. I've never been to Greenwich. Right. Went this year. Haggerty now owns it. Yep. yep. Some people said it was better. Some people said it was worse. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't see a difference. Really and truly, um, maybe there were certain few things. Maybe the food cost a little more money. Mm. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm just r- r- randomizing mm-hmm. off the top of my head about it. I, riffing, riffing. <laughs> I, I don't really notice. I didn't notice anything different, which is not a bad thing because Greenwich is a great event and it was a fantastic event. And same with Amelia. I didn't. Did I go to? No, I didn't go to Amelia this year mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Uh, I'll go next year, and that was the first year that Haggerty owned that, and they also own uh, and just uh, pulled off the Detroit Concord d'Elegance in Detroit. Detroit, Michigan, mm-hmm. Detroit. and uh, and uh, they uh, I, that was kind of a new event. Although it was kind of a continuation of an event that had been there and had gone away a few years ago. The St. John's, uh, no, 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 St. Yeah, St. John's, I think, Concour, and then there was one other one that used to be there, and uh, they're no longer with us. So, uh, well, I imagine these big companies come in and they want to make some changes, but they also want to make it seamless as seamless sure. as possible. Well, and and you know, part of these events, the whole idea behind these events is to get more and more people involved in the hobby, either people that are into the cars and have cars and or have participated in these events, or new people to the show, like the Radwood. And Radwood is '80s and '90s cars, right? right. So anything built from 1980 to 1999 kind of included in in that world and uh, that's to get the younger kids and it's drifting as the younger kids and you know Haggerty's goal what they state their goal is is to make the hobby continue to flourish even when the old timers are gone the model a guys and guys like mm-hmm. me and you who are kind of on the cusp of the the, the tweeners you know right and um, so We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hopefully, uh, all good things. And, uh, you know, uh, we were talking the other day, Dr. Simeon had just passed away and and, uh, been some nice tributes to him. But uh, our buddy, Harry Hurst, who was on the show, is now back with the Simeon. And uh, he is kind of guiding their their marketing efforts, I think, and some other things. I'm not exactly sure what his title is. He'll tell me, and I'll tell you next week. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, the Simeon Museum, if you've never been in it, I'd say this – ad nauseum is the one of the greatest museums ever it's just amazing the cars and the collection and and harry hurst is an amazing photographer and historian about automobiles we have a gallery of his in, in the building we do that? that's right in fact i shot some of it i need to post that. yeah that's that's down our north hallway towards our restrooms and our uh so it gets a lot of traffic room. so it gets a lot of yeah where's the restroom this first question, <laughs> first first question. we've come three hours where's your restroom we should have a, a tape stripe <laughs> just follow the yellow tape yeah, the yellow tape or maybe we could come up with pistons. I didn't mean yellow. Uh, I just, <laughs> yeah, no, it just came to mind. No, no pun intended for the color. <laughs> <Just> yeah, um, <laughs> or the brown. 
no, 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 no. Ethan's asleep in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's enjoying this so much. The old guy humor. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, bad dad humor. Yeah, it's like uh, outhouse humor. You know, it's, <laughs> nothing more corn pone than that. Right. I grew up with that stuff with country music. So, uh, but anyway, that's right. Um, but if you get a chance, come to the North Mall. Harry back on. The, back on. Absolutely. And now that he's back involved with the Simeon, I think there'll be some fascinating stories Great. that he can tell us about some of the cars down there. And let's make sure and, and, and do that because I've done a lousy job of getting guests. I get people who agree to do it, but either I book it too, too late or too, you know, Oh, I can't do it this Saturday. Well, can you do it three weeks from? Yeah, I can do it then. And then you call them three weeks now. Oh man, I can't do it. Harry was great. He was like, I'll be there tomorrow. Okay. I'll be a great there. show. Too. Yeah. And, and a great show. And if you didn't get a chance, go back and well, it's like one. the camera thing. Some people are, they, the, the idea of it is, yeah, exciting and yeah, and yeah. You know, dangerous and glamorous. glamorous, glamorous but yeah. then you get a microphone in front of your face, yeah. like, oh, I don't like this at no. all. Yeah, so. Right. so the Harry Hurst uh, North Malway Gallery, come visit that and go see Harry down at the Simeon and tell him we sent you. And uh, when we return, uh, we'll talk about some car movie stuff. I was, I got some interesting information on some Ooh, stuff. Stay so tuned. Stay tuned. It could be earth shattering or not. Uh, <laughs> but hopefully it'll be entertaining and hopefully you'll keep listening. So when we return to the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania, we'll talk more automotive stuff in just a couple of minutes. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Here we are back at the Classic Auto Mall studio in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. I was at the casino last night again. I can't seem to stay away. You did stay away, though, you said. You I did. Took for a, week a week off. A week off. So. And they called you. They called. They're like, dude. Your seat is getting cold. <laughs> where are you? We need you here to hoop and holler when you win <laughs> so everybody hears it. And they all hoop and holler, too. And, you know. More so. We need your money in yeah. here. Get you know, but it's funny because we went uh, one day on a Monday. And it's slow you yeah. know it's slower i mean and some people like that it's quieter and it's not quite mm-hmm. as rowdy but i don't know there's something about hearing people win and the band totally. and music oh is your band now yeah and the cigarette smoke and because oh. <laughs> they do yeah, have a smoking it's section. a whole vibe you have a smoking section, but I don't notice it. And I'm a former smoker five right. years mm-hmm. five years clean nice nice <laughs> and uh i walk through there and i think kathy is just so panicked that i'm gonna Mm. start smoking just because they're right there Mm. and their people are smoking. And where do you go indoors that anybody smokes anymore? I I can't, I don't know one place that I've been in 10 years that people smoke indoors. Right. Maybe a obscure bar in the middle of nowhere. I don't go to obscure bars anymore generally, but uh, I don't think there's many places you can smoke. Why is it then you could smoke in a casino? 
Um, just so they don't want you to leave. I know, but they but, don't want you to step outside. But against, then you might take a cab. It's out. against the law at, everywhere. Yeah. And all of a sudden, except at casinos. Well, there's a lot of things that goes on at casinos <laughs> that probably wouldn't be kosher otherwise. Exactly. So, um, anyway, we were talking. I got talking about car movies the other day, and you still haven't seen Rendezvous. I bet have that's you? correct. <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask you because there's. There's a bunch of movies called Rendezvous. Oh no, you there's only that? one. You know, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna make it. You're gonna watch it at the end of the show. I look for it. I definitely look for it. You didn't look hard enough. Um, <laughs> anyway, one of the one of the movies that inspired me in the car world is Smokey and the Bandit. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, Hal Needham was a stunt man, and it was his debut at directing. I think Burt Reynolds just said, "Why don't you direct this thing?" And I don't think he even knew what he was doing. He mm-hmm. just kind of figured it out and went to Pontiac and said, "Give us some Trans Ams and some Bonnevilles and." I think the next one, they got a little better reception and more cars. I think they were pretty much limited him, uh, to how much, uh, uh, how many cars they were going to give him. Pontiac did, but it was second to Star Wars in 1977 in total gross, $126 million in the U.S., which in, back then was, I mean, yeah. goodness. I mean, and after the movie came out, you couldn't buy a black Trans Am if your life depended right. on it. I mean, they were just not to be had. They were un, unfindable, unobtainium, as we like to call and them. And today, the, the bandit version is the hot uh, Absolutely. Trans-Am. It is It is still the hot with that black and that gold and the honeycomb wheels and the engine-tuned dash or turned dash. Oh, yeah, the engine-turned the yeah, machine the turn, machine turn dash, dash yep. that had that weird-looking... Was it a sticker? I think it was a sticker. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it was actually metal. <laughs> I had it in mind too. Yeah, seventy nine. Yeah, had yeah it, it did. Seventy nine was the last year for the big or the V eight yeah. uh, for a while, right? Uh, and then they came back. And when did they come back? Well, they did year? a three hundred one and the yeah. turbo four point nine liter. And then, but they got a V eight back in maybe. 85 or 86 or something. I'm trying to remember when the Trans Am came back with the V8. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to do some checking on that. But anyway, 79 400 four-speed cars were a very desirable Trans Am because right. a lot of them is oh, – we've talked about this. Yep. I know we have. Oh, yeah. We talk Trans Am yeah, a lot. We, we give TA. Um, yeah, they had the 403 in them you could get, which was something right. that General Motors was doing, swapping engines around like right. nobody's business. You didn't know what engine you were getting in a – in an Oldsmobile station wagon. Could have been a Buick. It could have been a cat, you know, who knows? And, uh, you know, so it's interesting that, uh, they were doing that. I, I guess because they were overproducing in some areas and underproducing in others. And they just figured what the heck, who's going to care. And people did care. Mm. And the collectability of a 403 Trans Am with an Oldsmobile engine in it versus a 479 is significant. Right. Plus, I, th- I think it had less power. It too. did. It did. Yeah. Which is, you know, obviously as much. Uh, I remember our 77 Buick LeSabre had an old 301 in it. Yeah. So they do. Yeah. They shifted stuff around. I guess whatever was uh, available. Whatever was available. Cheap. And, you know, hey, that make, I, you know, I get it. Listen, yeah. if you, why have a bunch of engines over sitting at Buick that aren't being used for anything? Right. And you don't have any at Oldsmobile. I mean, yeah. what's the difference? But that was, I think, part of the problem that General Motors was having back then is they really didn't have their finger on the pulse of the market of what was going on right. and got sideswiped by the Hondas. And, you know, the, the 50th anniversary of the Honda Civic is, to, hmm. is in 2002. Wow. Two, uh, 1972. Now I feel old. Yeah. <laughs> was the, was the uh, first year for the Honda Civic. And uh, since then, they have built 27 million. Wow. Honda Civics. That's incredible. You know, if you think about that, I mean, that is a ton of stuff. That is a ton of stuff. And, you know, here's the thing. People poo-pooed that car. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, that's, you know, it'll never sell anything. 
And twenty-seven million in fifty years—not too bad. It's really, yeah, really good. Not. And of course, the Civic has become much more. It's a motorcycle. Oh, I guess that's so. not a sound effect. That people. is not a sound effect because our motorcycle sound effect is <laughs> this right here. That sounds exactly. That sounds exactly like that one. So how are we going to know the difference? We won't know if it's real or a memory. So yeah. So. Uh, you know, to sell that many cars in 50 years, when a car that was just an econo box, we called it back. And now, today, it's not even considered a, uh, I think it's midsize. Yeah. Maybe large. For sure, yeah. Uh, but they've made some pretty cool Civics over the years, mm-hmm. the Civic Type R's and, and things like that. But, uh, so I was, <laughs> I got sidetracked this morning and I was wondering, uh, what else happened in 1972? The introduction of the Civic. Can you think of anything that happened? Watergate, the start of Watergate. Okay. Uh, uh the terrible tragedy in Munich. Right. At the Olympics where right. 11 Israeli mm-hmm. uh, athletes were killed. Uh, you know who the Time Magazine Men of the Year were in that year? In 72? Yeah. No. Two. Henry Kissinger okay. and Richard Nixon. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. And didn't the Dolphins and the Redskins play in the Super Bowl? I think it's the one I Super Bowl so. I remember because I was, I was a right. hardcore Redskins fan. How about the Dow Jones closed over 1,000? Yeah. Oh my for God. the first time that in right? history, yeah! Wow, and digital watches were introduced, uh, as well as the Atari game Pong. Wow, was introduced in 1972. That's cool. Uh, the Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> I know. I don't know where I get this stuff. That's interesting. Um, uh, Mark Spitz won seven gold medals he at did. the Olympics. Uh, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Hunter Thompson's book was released in 72. You never read that? No. Oh. There's the second thing on your homework list. Okay. And something about, is there Elvis on that list? Cause I don't have any Elvis on there. Most popular TV show in 1972? Brady Bunch. All in the Family. Oh, that's yeah. close. Wouldn't be politically correct today, I wouldn't it's imagine. It's not. You know. And the world population in 1972 is 3.7 billion. Hmm. It's 7.9 billion now. Wow. Isn't that amazing, though? And this is really funny. You could not buy a glass of liquor in Texas until 1972, but you could sell the entire bottle. Really? (laughs) So that makes interesting total sense, doesn't it? Of course it does. Why would you just want one drink? Look, they had drive-through liquor stores in Tennessee when I was growing up. Beer stores and all that drive-through. But anyway, back to uh, popular movies. Gone in sixty seconds. Mm -hmm. The the original one. Did you? you, No, I know. There's a a lot of people don't know that. this is a remake. Yeah, I've never seen the original. 1974 was the original one. A guy named uh, H. B. Halicki. Uh, I think he wrote, produced, directed, starred in, financed, did the whole nine yards of this movie. And it's where uh, the Gone in sixty seconds that Nick Cage and uh, Angelina Jolie did in 2000, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, this thing had a forty thousand or a forty grossed forty million dollars on a hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget. Wow. Yeah, uh, he did his own stunt work. Uh, he created the Eleanor. There was no script for the movie at all. It was just uh, it was the same premise. You had to get a bunch of cars stolen before a certain time period and get them to whatever. Really? And uh, yeah, if you've never seen it, it's pretty fascinating. There's mm-hmm. some stuff on YouTube that you can see um, some of the the better chase scenes back in the day. But uh, yeah, it was one that. I a lot of people have never ever seen so and some other there you know there's been a lot of great car movies and bullet obviously mm-hmm. is maybe one of the most iconic vanishing point i was watching some uh some clips from that the other day on and that had the dodge challenger the white dodge challenger in it eat my dust ron howard's movie is there no don't know <laughs> that. we're gonna have a little sit down mm-hmm. here steve uh two lane blacktop oh yeah yeah yep. that was james taylor james taylor was in and, there. Yep. Uh, um, 
Oh, an easy rider. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, fond, not fond. Of not it. fond of the other one. Yep. Dennis. Um, I can't think of his name, but podcast at classicautomall.com if you know it. Also, that car is still around. The, the I think it's a 56 Chevy or yeah. 57 Chevy. Yeah, 56, uh, I think. 56. It was. Or 55, uh, maybe. Anyway, it's, uh, it's, somebody has it and shown it. The original one. And about 10 years ago, James Taylor saw it again, like they reunited. They reunited it, and yeah. it felt so good. <laughs> well, the Bullet Mustang sold at Meekham's auction for 3.7 right. million. Yeah, this or, one's I was not there. worth that much. Yeah. I was, oh, you were there? I was there. Wow. Was really cool. Uh, Gator and White Lightning, my two favorite yeah, movies, uh, with Burt Reynolds and yep. the big old Ford Galaxies with the 429s in them. Um, uh, Corvette Summer. Mm-hmm. With, um, <laughs> Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Of Star Wars fame. Of Star Star Wars fame, yeah. <laughs> you have to look at Ethan. I want. He knows. He even know who that is. He knows who Star Wars. He, is. he was a big Star Wars yeah. geek as a, as a kid. How about Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a funny old yep. movie. Um, Talladega Nights, which was more recent with uh, Will Ferrell, which is hilarious. Right. I'm sorry, it's my guilty pleasure. Then, of course, the two most iconic movies probably ever made, Grand Prix and Le Mans. Mm-hmm. Um, Grand Prix with James Garner, yep. who was a accomplished race car driver in his own right. And, and owner. Steve, he and owner, it. yeah. And then Steve McQueen, uh, in the, in the Porsches, uh, back in the day. And then there's, uh, the forgettable Christine. <laughs> Not really a car movie. You're looking for a 58 Plymouth or something. Yeah. Is that what it was? 58? Know, something like we that. We get them in here occasionally, and I think of that movie. What about the Gumball Rally? Have you seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So sure. that was one that was in the Cannonball Run ones mm-hmm. uh, as well, too. Then the Death Races and any James Bond movie was a cool car. That's right. There was always cool car scenes with, with Bond. As a Trans Am lover, yeah. and there is a Facebook page called Trans Am Lovers. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, oh, what was yeah, that? I don't know. It looked like a Tucker, but I don't it, think it was. It wasn't, but it um, like it. The, uh, Rocky Two. There, there's a, a little funny. There's a funny little factoid here. After he he fights right. Apollo Creed at the end of Rocky One, right. he gets money and he buys a Trans Am in Rocky Two. But it's 1976. The Trans Am is a 79. Oh. I know because I had one. It's, right. And so he's driving a black and gold 79 Trans Am right. in Rocky Two. And so it's not a car movie, but I like. That movie because of the because of that yeah. yeah okay cool. so I'm gonna have to check that out yeah, yeah I never really knew that and you know there's such significance with Rocky right here yeah and of uh, and of course Ethan has got something to add to this yeah, so. I, well I just wanted to join the the movie car conversation <laughs> okay yes because, yes because he's gonna add something to I mean, it there, I I just had some in mind real quick go ahead you know, let's hear him the, the new Batman movie with yep. Robert Pattinson he was driving a uh, oh, I, I want to say it's a 61 split window. Corvette. 63. 63. 63. 63. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, that one. Oh, that that's iconic. I mean, yeah. and the only year for that body style. The only year that they made the split window one because year. it was hard yeah. to see out of. Right. Right. Can you <laughs> imagine? And I just saw Big Lebowski recently and he was driving a Gran Torino. And that oh, that's one. right. And oh, and Gran Torino's a Gran movie Torino. Too. Yeah, and Gran Torino. Yeah, that's the one with Clint, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. That's a great movie. That's really a and great. Thanks, ha- Ethan. Appreciate yeah. that. And we have a Batmobile here at Classic Auto. Yeah, we do. As with, a prop car from the Keaton era. Yeah, with the uh, battery powered. Battery powered. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not an ele- I mean, it's, it's golf cart esque. It's not electric car esque. It's golf cart esque. It's, 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 it's striking in presence. It's yes. not fast. No. We <laughs> yeah, have a hard time getting out of its own way. So, right. uh, oh, another one was uh, it's a mad, mad, mad world. 
and the Great Race. Mm-hmm. That was another good one. And Ronan. That was a Robert right. De Niro yep. uh, movie. So, and and then then Ford v Ferrari, which just came out recently, and Rush, which was the Ron Howard directed Formula One movie about James Hunt and Nikki Lauda. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so um, there's all of our movie trivia wow. knowledge. If you, <laughs> and we'll delve more into those as time goes yeah, on. Yeah, we can do TV. We can do yeah, film. All kinds of TV. And the TV cars are maybe as iconic as the movie cars. Yep. I mean, the Batmobile and the Munster cars and the Starsky, Starsky, Starsky and Hutch. Hutch. Yep. Um, you know, any of those cars, the A-Team van, you know, any of those. Right, right. Uh, the Scooby-Doo van. Like, what yep. the, the Mystery Machine. Yeah, that's right. So, but anyway, uh, maybe we'll have a guest on next week. I think I'm going to be in Rhode Island. So, Well, we probably didn't get to everything today, so we have plenty of content to <laughs> talk about. We have plenty to talk about cars, if we don't. Keep yeah. coming back. Keep coming back and listen to us at the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check us out on the web, ClassicAutoMall.com, or on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And our YouTube Mm -hmm. subscribers are going way up. So if you get a chance, check us out on one of those sites. And if you have any questions, give us a call, 888-227-0914. Talk to you next week. See you. We appreciate your listening to our show today. And don't forget, when you're in southeastern Pennsylvania, come visit us in person. We're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wednesday is our late day, and we're here from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturdays, we're open from 9 a.m. to noon, and we are closed on Sundays. You can reach us by telephone at 888-227-0914 or via email at info at classicautomall.com. To reach the show, email us at podcast at classicautomall.com. The Classic Automall Podcast is produced by Car Smarts Media. Theme song by the Pat Travers Band. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.